Okay, so if you're uh, joining us now, or if you're hearing this video separated from the one before, which hopefully won't happen, uh, we were discussing the concept of diktuk uh, badin and how every uh, action or reaction or diburm, even if it's passive, even if you don't think you have shaykhis, could make a big difference. Uh, we spoke just now about Mordechai Tzadik rice in Korea because Binyamin caused the Shvatim to rice Korea even though they didn't cause them and Yesus set the whole thing up and any possible level of responsibility as well as the fact that he had to scream out in pain and that was for Esau's scream even though Yaakov you know, did what he had to do and it was not only mutter but a, a chiv chiv the rice of listening to his mother and his father was Maskim, Yitzchak Avinu, and the fact that he's preventing theft. The second example, and this is going to be important for the uh, psukim involved, right after the news guest Esther Amalka, that Mordechai writes Kriya, and he's in sackcloth, and he's screaming in the streets, so they came and they told her she stopped the Pesach preparations, as we said, and she immediately sent a message to Mordechai, please come in and so I could talk to you and I'll meet you somewhere. And Mordechai Tzadik said no, he didn't want to take off the sackcloth and stop the davening and the Hesachadas even for a moment. He'd have to stop the davening to talk to her, the shliach she's going to send, she'll get to in a moment, but he didn't want to take off the sackcloth which is extremely important because the shlichus, which you wouldn't think would take up much room in the chazals and the backdrop of what's going on over here, but as you'll see over the next uh, 10-15 minutes, it does. It triggered the need for a shliach because she wanted a meeting face-to-face, understandably so, and Mordechai said, I would like to, but I can't get up out of this sackcloth and I have to stay here in the street and wake up the uh, yidden and can't come in. Can't come in like that because you can't come into the palace like that. That's the Pasuk says. So instead, Esther Hamalka is going to send the shliach. So we have five possibilities. I have five possibilities. I think it's uh, at least five of who the shliach was. First one you'll get. Second one you'll get. Third and fourth, I don't think so. And the fifth, I, I almost didn't get. Even though I'm the one who... I think, trying to uh, weave it in. Uh, you look perplexed. Uh, what does the Pasuk say? What is this? So there is a Pasuk Shad. Hasach is the name of a person who she used to bring the message. So, Chazal say, now, say, Gemara, there's Shaz Bavli, and then there's the uh, Targum, and then various Medrashim, and we'll explain where they're the same, where they're different, but let's start with the similarities. This Hasach was none other than the great Daniel. And uh, Daniel is the ranking elder statesman Gadol Adar. Probably a little older than Mordechai, but I'm not convinced they were from the same. They were young children when the Chorban came, and they, Daniel became Daniel. He was the top advisor on the Nebuchadnezzar, Avamoridoch, Kairish, Dayavash, she had a long, long history, and now 
Machaikis, whether he was still a top advisor or Hasach Lashon Hayan Lechesser interchangeable, Chatach, that he was cut from his position and he was still something in the palace. And Esther is going to use him because that's the only one she could trust anyway. And he's no longer the advisor in terms of the main person helping to make decisions. Of course, Haman feels that he has that role now, which he does temporarily. And option number two, therefore, is she's sending Daniel and she asked Daniel, you've been running Klaisrael for many decades. Can you go find out from Mordechai Tzadik what's going on and we've got to do something about it, whatever it is. She knew it was something very problematic. And he goes to talk to Mordechai and Mordechai sends back a message, you have to go in, you have to go in right now, as we would say, ASAP. He wouldn't talk in Rashi Tevis. No. As soon as possible, meaning now, like the end of the negotiations, she's going to listen, of course, because she's Esther Amalka. She's Kafuf to Das Taira, but even the now meant, I'm not going in unprepared, first fast for three days. So now meant immediately, and her obvious response, as we know from the Pesukim, which are extremely logical, and we need, I hope before Perm, we get to, well, this we have three or four weeks left. We never heard the argument back. <laughs> she sends back a message to Mordechai, go now, uninvited? He says, the whole world knows. She spells out in many Pesukim, it takes up a lot of room. Everybody in the Medina and all the statesmen and the population at large, I can't feign the ignorance of the law. Everybody knows you can't come uninvited and the people in the hallway, as in the guards with the guns, have instructions to shoot first and then ask questions. And I can't just walk in and I'm not going to survive so I won't be, I'm willing to sacrifice for Klaisa. I'm not going to be of any value. And even if I get in, I just used up my first request, my only request, because if he spares my life, which is unusual... As we described last week, he's got to be facing that direction. He's got to see me. And then I can't ask him for another favor, but he just granted me the biggest favor he's going to grant anybody. So what are we doing? I've been called for 30 days anyway. Why don't we wait a couple weeks? It's at 11 months. And Mordechai Tzadik sends back a very sharp message that you're not going to survive either. And that's why you're here, perhaps. Perhaps needs explanation. Why is it we, we're so smart and we all know? What perhaps? For sure she's here. Did you ever read the Megillah? And say, you know, maybe Taka, maybe that's why she's there. So you'll say, that's because we know the end of the story? No. Well, why wasn't Mordechai, perhaps? He's waiting the whole time to see what the end of the story is. He can't figure out why Esther at Tanu was taken. And it's right here. And he says, perhaps. Just the short answer is, even though he was a Navi and they still had Nevoah, Navua, when you get a Navua, you process it. Don't be presumptuous to think you know what Hashem is doing in the plan. Even as it's playing out, you think, oh, this is obvious. It's not so obvious till it's over, and who knows? There's enough Gamina in that, not just an important Hashkafa. The Hashkafa is important. Don't play God, and it's none of your business. And, don't, and he knew that, so that's, it's, a, it's an amazing word. Every word has to be analyzed. We just need a number of years. Uh, perhaps you're here for this, but nobody would ever write that word in here. That's Dava Pasha does. This is why you were here the whole time. 
Very nice. It's Yad Hashem, but uh, it's not Poshit, and nothing's Poshit. The Nafkemina Lahalacha is Lu Yitzur. She'd find a minute to run out of the palace and be sure Achashver is never going to ask for her again. What's the din? And nobody's going to be in Sakana. What's the din? All these years she's stuck there? The answer is run for your life. She's doing it in the so you can't say, oh, oh it's now, it's, it's obvious. If she wasn't needed now, we would say, yeah, maybe you will be needed for future political involvement. Get out. So, Mordechai is saying, we have enough of a hunch, that's why you're here, and therefore you should go back in and kasher avadi avadi, but I hope that's the case, because who could be sure we're not Hashem? That's uh, just a humble way of approaching things. So, all of a sudden... The Pasuk talks about Lashon Rabim that the Shlichim <laughs> delivered the message. And Hasach is gone forever from the Pesukim. So everybody wants to know what happened to Hasach, especially if he's Daniel. So, Taisus and Baba Basra, to give you the short version, I did not make a copy of this, so listen up. Taisus says, Dalam Alf, top Taisus. Fi Targim Shalchashverish, Nenash Harbe. Nenash is a fascinating word. As a matter of fact, maybe somebody remind me afterwards to make a copy of Taisus. We're going to need it in a week or two to refer back to it because, like any Taisus, you have to read slowly. I just want to get to a certain point. Nenash Harbe? Nenash? Interesting word. He died al Kiddush Hashem, according to the source. Haman, who was already suspicious that Esther, Hamalka, has something to do with Mordechai, and uh, adopted why they didn't conclude she was Jewish is one of the Nisim Gluyim of the Megillah, even though it's all supposed to be Nes Nisda. Well, the, how do you have to figure out how many rabbis, Gedali Adar, Sadikim type like Mordechai and Sadik adopt from the non-Jewish local population? They didn't get that. And the Nes was they didn't get that, and they still weren't sure. Ahasuerus was just shocked. She starts saying, somebody's out to get us, and my... Nation is condemned to be destroyed. Nachashverosh is looking on. One man the Gemara, he wasn't too smart. Okay. The other man he was a Russia, a both. So maybe he was feigning ignorance over here. There is a possibility in the Pusik that he didn't know what she was getting at. Well, think, Your Highness, how many Xavier's did you make in total genocide in the past week? Did you? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, you know, even if you don't know I'm Jewish, like how? What happened to your last cabinet meeting? So, putting that aside, there are many riots. They weren't yet convinced. But Haman had a hunch. Then he sees the only other rabbi he knows that works in the palace. He only had two Orthodox Jews in the palace, three, but they didn't know about Esther. So, he's running back and forth, walking through the hallway. Walking very fast, his eyes are darting all over the place, make sure no one's watching him. <laughs> and Haman's watching him go down the hallway and speak to Rabbi Mordechai. So that was enough for Haman. So this Shita, the Targum, on the Megillah says that he immediately went over to Daniel and killed him. Because the Xavier just came out, supposed to be top secret, and if they're running in the hallways to talk to each other, somebody knows about it, and that's not good, and we have to get rid of them. So, if you were Haman Rahman Lutzlan, that would be a wise move. Now, I know you're all thinking, how do you kill another employee of the palace? He wants to kill Mordechai also, but he's got to go ask for Shus. Okay, so if Daniel was a lower employee, maybe it only applies to ministers. 
Some suggest that he walked right in front of him and Daniel didn't bow down because Daniel's not going to bow down. And he used that as an excuse to kill him. No, but it still didn't have an excuse. It doesn't answer Mordechai. He had reason to bring up the charges and say, can I kill him? He's not to come on to the fact that he was a little more scared of Mordechai. He had a higher position. But Kitzer, he died on Kiddush Hashem. That doesn't answer the word nenash. So please remind me next week or whenever we can get to it to go back to that. But let's continue. Esther. So Esther sent back, the request was gone right away, the answer was no. Or I don't think it's a good idea. Probably more accurate. And Hasach didn't deliver it, says Viagidu. Why is the Lush Rabbim? Who are these people? We'll get to. And he wasn't alive anymore. And Haman figured it out. That's the first part of Tesis. Mihu, Gemar Shalanu, Shaz Bavli, ain't Tefis Kane, doesn't hold like that. First Lushan you have, which became Yiddish, became, you say, do you hold to that far? Ain't Tefis Kane. Interesting, that was used already in the time of Tesis, which Yiddish already was being uh, developed. Didashinim b'Megillam, the Gemara Megillah on Tesfav says, where did, everybody notices, it's an obvious omission, what happened to Hasach? which needs Hezber Stamachidish. But you don't say bad news. Nobody likes saying bad news, not good to say ever bad news. And just uh, for the halachic angle of it, uh, you're familiar with the Sukhim Psachim, it says very clearly, don't say over bad news, even if you have to really avoid it strenuously and make up stories and dodge the question and, and change the subject. And, and we're not good at that. And the fact that news has taken over our life and it's all bad, some of it may be true, some of it not. <laughs> and we're constantly saying it over. That's the topic of conversation. So here, he's in a very important mission. This takes the Gemara Pesachim to a new level. He's doing something which is vital for the existence of Kal Yisrael. He knows it. He's being sent between the queen and the God Ladar. And Amy Shivan Kakala said, Mordechai said, going now. She said, I don't think it's a good idea. And he doesn't want to report that back. That's a, that's a Chiddush in the problem of saying over bad news, if I ever heard one. But that's what the Gemara says. So, I'm assuming, I think this is Pashtun, a meshivan means you don't say ever bad news, but you got to get it done. So he understood it was going to get done. But Tyson's pointing out, Argamar doesn't seem to say he was killed. It just seems to say he left. Okay, he left, or he's killed. And who delivered it? So now we're up to number three. And four. So Chazal tell us that Malachim, in the Megillah there's a lot of that. Wait till Chavena is Elio. That's really going to finish up the uh, whole job. Coins that Madamar. Some say Chavana was Chavana. Some say he was Benedict Arnold. If you don't know who that is, just think Chavana. But <laughs> he was on Haman's side and he decided it's getting kind of hot in here and I better switch before it's too late. Which, if you were Chavana, you'd probably do as well. Nobody who hangs around with Rosham has any allegiance to anything. They only have allegiance to themselves. So Pashtunas Chavana knew this whole thing. What's he so involved? There's a thing there, 50 Amas high, and the Hamans are no good. What's he so involved? The answer is he was on his team. And he decided it's not a great time to be on this team, and therefore I don't look like a hero. Which is why we say, 
that he's Zachel even though he might not have been such a good guy. If it's Elio Anavi, we always say Elio Anavi, Zachel Okay, that's one of the Ramazim, but there is a Pashup shot here. So, who was sent? Lush and Rabin. So it was Michal and Gavriel. And my question is, Emlan Aesik Ministeris, but I think this is certainly a possibility. The Kasha is an obvious Kasha. We always tell our children incorrectly, just don't tell your children that. But I think our parents have been telling them, their parents have been telling them. How many times did you hear when you grow up that you're doing like a hundred things at once and your mother tells you, concentrate, even Amala can't do two things at once. Don't tell your mother, but that is not a good sushtal. Because Malachim, by definition, can't do two things at once. Because a Malach is only created or only sent on a mission, even if he's a regular Malach who's here already, like Michal and Gavriel, for the mission at hand. That's why when they came to the Yabamid, you need three Malachim. Because they had to do a foolish lame and then save late. And that destroys the diamond. They have to give them a severe about that. So everybody had their mission. Why don't you send one Malach? We multitask better than that. Gotta send you on a mission. Can you do three things in the next hour? Tell somebody they're having a baby? Wish them a foolish lame. <laughs> And move on and detonate Saddam. Is that, <laughs> that we wouldn't think that's too difficult, right? A Malach is created for the job at hand. So I don't suggest you use that for your children. I, I don't think it's good to multitask because it's much better to focus. But the Raya from the Malachim is a bad Raya. Because Malachim can't multitask even if they wanted to. That's just the Chinuch aside over here. It's <laughs> an important. Uh, I, Every parent uses that, and I just think it's a little bit odd. So, the kasha is, why would you have to send two malachim for one message? The message to Esther Malka was, going now. The answer was, I don't think that's a good idea. And here are the reasons. That's one report. Why do you have to send Gabriel and Michal? Chaira, the answer is, is that at this particular point in time, Klaisal is hanging by a thread. And in Shemayim, there's a lot of commotion. And there's Midas Adin hanging over them, that we know. And there's always Midas Arachimim trying to defend Klaisal. Nope. Which Malach is Midas Adin? Gavriel. Which Malach is Midas Arachimim? Michal. So, the Malachim, again, we don't know exactly what happened in Shemayim, but it's almost like uh, they're both working for... <laughs> they're trying to be involved over here. Michal says, let me deliver the message. I can insert more. I want to move this along so they do tshuva because i got to save Klaisol. And Gabriel said, of course, you want to save Klaisol, but there's Midas Adin over here. And I... So both were sent because you need that balance. and The balance has to be almost exactly equal. I say almost exactly equal because if they start doing tshuva, the Mitzvah Rachamim will, will rank higher and be able to insist on it. But right now, they're at the pinnacle of this Nisayan. And a lot is riding on this message. What are they going to do now? And there are a lot of considerations because Esther and Malka went in, started throwing a party for Haman. That was a decoy, so Klaisal shouldn't depend on her too much. They said, oh, we have a sister in the palace, nothing to worry about. So while she's doing the shots to say Klai Yisrael, she's trying to throw Klai Yisrael a mixed message that, yeah, don't depend on me, I'll do it, but um, you're not really sure what side I'm on, which is a pella. People are very nervous this time, like crying in the streets. And there's a shot that says that, that she didn't want anybody to rest too easy. 
it's all going to depend on their tshuva and they're really waking up, which was the first two months of uh, the season. It was a drastic change in their whole outlook of the Das Teira and how to view what Mordechai was doing and what he was trying to do and waking them up in the tikkun that had to be made for Nebuchadnezzar and the party. And, and that's a drastic change. All that's going to have to happen in the next couple of days. And Mirzadin, Gavriel, said, okay, I'm delivering the message. And Michal said, I'm, so I have, I'm not sure, sent two messages. You don't need two malachim to say the same message. Or do you? So my option number three, we have Asach, Daniel, my next one is Michal. The next one after that is Gavriel. And my choice number five is Gavriel and Michal and Sitan saying it together. Because they said there's not Nisarach and Nisadin, everybody's on the same side, but there has to be an equal balance. They didn't do Chuvia. Those are the possibilities. So, along the theme of what we discussed in the first part of the Shir tonight, We'd like to think, because it's less of an achrayas, well, you know, what we do, little me, probably on Evis, that's what we started with. It uh, doesn't make a difference. You see from all these medrashim, every gromash of a grama makes a difference, and every action that was done even well, or you had nothing to do with, but could have been done slightly different, makes a difference. And the din v'cheshman for everything. And during a particular nisayin, there's always truva, there's always tefillah, you can always get help. But you can't assume, well, Hashem has Mitzrachimim, and Michal is going to defend Klai Yisrael, and it's not going to be a problem. If they do tshuva, it won't be a problem. If they recognize that they have to really make a ticket, it won't be a problem. In the meantime, Gabriel and forces the Midas Adin have a right to bring up the problem of what the tikkun should be, and didn't happen yet. So, I think that's possible, possibly why Hasach was not killed according to Shaz Bavli. Amy Shiva Kakali says, there, the Malachim are going to go, and these are Navina, I'm going to send Malachim, but they send two. And two Malachim is never necessary for one job. Unless you have a matzah like this. So, that's, again, but that is the possibility. And it's an Achrayas, but I think it's very inspiring how much can be done when it's 50-50 and Chazal tells us by Yom Naram you have to look at the world 50-50 you to do one mitzvah and everybody says little old me is going to do one mitzvah memachir the whole world so you see from all these Chazals every machshava counts every deeper counts every action counts every lack of action counts and it's a tremendous tremendous opportunity let's go to Before we go to your sheets, I told you I might not get to it. I want to mention one thing which uh, has been on the pile, on the queue for a few weeks now, once we mentioned the Das Teira and the turnaround. So, uh, Rabbi Klugman mentioned, this is already four or five weeks ago, that you had heard a shear. You mentioned it was uh, Rabbi Kaufman, I think, originally, that was a medrash. I, I think the Medrash is fabulous. There are probably 10, 20 ways to learn what it's saying over here, but let me just share the Medrash because we need it for the Pesukim anyway. What's very jarring in Megillus Esther is the fact that when they finally got there and Haman is hanging and they're begging for the existence of Klai to be saved 
and Achashverosh is cooperating, whether he likes it or not, they send out the letters that are supposed to undo the original ones 70 days later. 7-0. That's a long time when everybody's having conniptions and they're all fainting. 70 days later. So of course the, the word got out that the Haman's dead. Okay, good. We got his sons, they're all hanging. That is good, nice, a little bit more room to breathe. There are letters in 127 Medinas that says that next other you should annihilate men, women, and children. So there's no shortage of Amalekim left, and clearly there weren't. If you look at the numbers that came in, you would think by the time Ada rolls around, everybody would be just smart enough to stay home. Haman was dead. I mean, think of the level of anti-Semitism over here. They had to fight. It's a real fight. And Shushan, you think we have the most power? Shushan had to fight for two days. Hence, Shushan Pur. Why? The answer is, is that Haman had his cohorts in Shushan. And they got Haman and his sons, but plenty of cohorts and a lot of evil people hanging around. So this is all still on the front burner, not the back burner. And they wait 70 days to get new letters out? So you want to make the letter good and convincing. So a day, two days, why 70 days? So everybody asks it before we get to the possible pshat just how to read the psukim, the Medjish Rab over here in Vayechi. Paishas Kuf, Simen Vov. Amr Abba After everybody goes home tonight, they're going to just want to see all of Medjish Rabba on Hamisha Chamshater and Tana. Because <laughs> just you get a new respect for Medjish Like They're all over the place, but you, they're all Nogea. Could it be to, to the 70 different languages? So 70 is your... 70 is a number we're quite familiar with, but we have to try to figure out uh, which are 70 languages, there's 70 umas, but he and Asenis got a lot of people who don't like Eden out there, we got 70 nations, it's more of a reason to send out the letters right away. But the number 70 is, is important. So let's see the measure. The 70 days. In the first one, the second one, we keep floating back into Bereshis between cedar trees and Yosef and the Shvatim. So now we're back again. And this, you thought the first one was a Medjish Pliya? It's a Medjish Rabba, regular Medjish Rabba. The 70 days between the first Igeris, which, which was sent out either on Yud Gimel Nisan or Yud Beis. I, I say that because. I'm trying to put in as much as we can so at least you're ready for this perm on five or ten pesukim. But they fasted for three days and it went straight to Pesach. They canceled matzah and murr and it's a major thing. Straight up beyond. They don't fast on Yantav either. They canceled it. It was important to do right away. We didn't explain why yet. So one cheshmer is Yud Gimel, Yudal Tezvav. If the Gezerah just came out on Yud Gimel, how did this whole back and forth go with the shlichim and the asach and the halachim and the meetings and tell, tell people shushan, we have to start fasting. So when did they start fasting? So some said the letters actually went out on Yudbeis and then the conversation was already the beginning of Yudgimel. Whatever the cheshman is, it was three days. Approximately seven days later, the second ones went out. 
Keneged Shivim Yayim, let's say approximate, it shows when it started, but it was 70 days. Keneged Shivim Yayim, Shasim Mitzrayim Chesed, Imavinu Yaakov. 70, so what's a Keneged? 70 days of mourning in Mitzrayim for Yaakovinu. What in the world? This is, if I gave you a multiple choice of 70 things, this wouldn't be 71. We would never get, what's a sheiches to the morning for Yaakov, you know. So what you shared was the fact that they, at least the Mitzrayim, were of the Evodazar in the day, and weren't the nicest people, as we'll find out after Yasef dies. Even they recognized the Hashivas and the godless of Yaakov, you know, and that he was not only the Rosh Ha'umah, of the of Klai Yisrael and his family, he was looked up as the spiritual man of the whole world, was the center of the civilized world or uncivilized world. So they spent seventy days being meikir, giving cover to the das terror of the time, and therefore they needed seventy days of kapara to really have this change of heart and this change of outlook on life and the kapara that goes along with the waiting, and therefore it was the seventy days. It's a beautiful shot. And that's one possibility. Others say, and they, there are others who comment from this Medrash, and the Medrash just gets you thinking there wasn't your imagination. If you do the math, <laughs> just check off on your calendar, you'll see it was 70 days. But before you see the Medrash, you, don't, you might not think about it. The first Shaman the Megillah think about it. And they say, Mendy, per what you bring up, 70, 70, that's a very important number. What does it bring to mind? So, the years of Gullus from Bayesushin to Bayesheni, which we're almost at the end of, were 70. So, what does that do for us? So, the answer is, is that they were ending the tenure in Gullus, and they didn't get yet the full kapara of what Gullus represented. It didn't end yet. But, again, it sounds like Yitzhak of Atzadik trying to give kaparas in his hands for the Shvatim. But if you're Esther Malka and Mordechai Atzadik, you can, you can do this if you understand that there needs to be more time in the Agmas Nefesh, real goals conditions. And the 70 days where they were Schwitzing, very bad, were connected the whole lot of the 70 years, which they already had done most of it already, as that kapara for that unit of the 70 years, even though they had physically gone through most of the 70 years already. For the Pashup shot, there are many answers. I'll just mention two of them. One is that, speaking of asking for favors, after Esther Malka got in alive, and she had to ask for another favor, so she started off slow, can we just have a party? Achashverosh, one thing he likes to do is party. So that wasn't too big <laughs> of an ask. And she was going to go on from there, but they were fully cognizant of the fact that we're dealing with people who don't like us, Achashverosh, and Haman in a very big way. And Haman's gone, but Achashverosh innately doesn't really like us. He liked Esther, but that means he liked himself. You know what they say? If you really liked chickens, you wouldn't eat them. I'm not a vegan. I'm just, but if you really like them. So the answer is, uh, you like the way it tastes. You like yourself. Nothing wrong with that. If you're doing it for Shabbos, Yantif, and for a little Tonegel uh, and between your Sadarm. But Achashverosh didn't like Esther per se. I believe in, I don't want to compliment Shrem too much. Shrem ben Chamar, Barzvei Yishlach. 
pretty vile type of fellow, Tagdina. The Mepharshim, surprisingly, said over there, they had a, some small segment of Ruchnius that he was actually attached to Dina, not from the Gashmius alone, but he was actually drawn to the Ruchnius, of the Kedusha of, of, of uh, Bas Yaakov. They don't say that about Achashverosh. <laughs> Just draw a contrast. I didn't see any limits chus in that. He didn't see if he was normal. Had any, any good, he would see the godless of Esther in terms of Heruchnius. I don't know of any chazal. Maybe there's one. I don't know if anybody points that out. So comparing it to Shechem, he comes out with a lower grade, which is uh, pretty bad. So they know who they're dealing with. So Pashup Shadva here is that Esther Malka and Malachad Sadik understood that if we go too fast, he's just going to get frustrated and stop everything. So right now, he got rid of Haman on a whim, an ace. He gave over his house to us because Haman's trying to kill us. Okay, very nice. And he is going to make sure that uh, they're protected, or so he says, but he didn't offer, which would have been logical, he said, wait a second, I sent out those letters. Let's get another letter. Where's my secretary? Bring her in. Let's get that letter out. He didn't even bring it up. That's like, come. Achshver didn't say a word, which is bizarre. Like, he sent out a royal decree. You're being so nice. Very nice. Thank you very much for the money. We got base Haman. We're gazillionaires. We're all doomed to die. What are you doing? Anybody ever wonder this? Like, they had to go back and beg him. Answer is, he wasn't that nice. He wasn't that swift, or both self-centered he was and I will sometimes be nice on demand what else do you want? So I have to come up with a new plan which he should have thought of himself we got to send out other letters to undo this mess and when they finally bring it up he says oh you can't do that that was my signet ring I know I should hold on to my ring more but I didn't and we sent this out and I can't undo it which you could do as they discussed it okay I can send out a letter that you're allowed to arm yourself and Fight for your lives. That's not like the ending they were looking for. We'd like to rescind Gezeras. Under the Romans, they were able to rescind Gezeras. They couldn't even do that over here. Look what's going on. Gezeras of annihilation, tired people. He didn't rescind it. He said, sorry, I can't do that. It's against the law. Well, it's also against the law to wipe out entire races. You know, but you didn't seem to have a problem with that. But okay, you want protocol. So can we send out a letter that everybody can like, buy a gun? Like, not the slow way. Can we just, like, issue guns? We don't want everybody to just go to Walmart separately on a Sunday afternoon. Can we just, like, make it clear we want to protect that? So he said, okay, but he didn't initiate any of this. So Esther saw that this is what we're dealing with. She said, we better wait till we make any request because he's not set up for this. And that could be. Now, why 70? Okay, you could tie it in with the various Ramazim. The other shot, which is similar, is that the world at large is already bewildered. They're bewildered every time Achshosh does anything. That was the godless, the first nace that Hashem set up. He sent out a message. The man should be the head of his household. In times of yesteryear, that was so push it, they were all laughing at him. Says, Elamai, that was everybody's answer. They just didn't speak Aramaic. What was the Havimina? Okay, so he's all bent out of shape. He's a Vashti's. So he's got issues at home. What do we need? <laughs> so he made a laughing stock. Okay, is that the hell? They said, you know, that was one of the easier laws. It certainly beats the tax code. We're going to keep that. We'll keep the man in charge. Okay. So they were always confused by what they said. I don't know what to believe, what not to believe. Here he sends out 
something they want to believe, that we can get rid of the Yidin. They, they like that. If they send out with different messengers right away, a lot of people are going to say, no, no, no. The second one is just some Jews in political positions trying to undo this. It's that Jewish lobby again. Ignore it. So they had to wait till the original Shechem went and got back. Because if you don't send the original Shechem, it's not going to have any credence. That took 70 days. That's the push-up shot. A lot more to say, but we're way over time. So we will see everybody in Mitzvah Shem next week. Recording stopped.